0: right? Okay, good. Hallelujah. Well, I've, I've had a word on my heart uh, this week that God downloaded starting. Th- he always waits till Thursday. He makes me wait till Thursday. I have to keep trusting. You do have a word, right? Yeah, and he does. And then about Thursday, it all kind of comes together. So that's what happened. It's called fear versus faith. And it, it actually came out in a ministry appointment last night, that same phrase. So, I knew I was on the right track. And it was spurred by uh, what's going on around us. I mean, the, the culture just going crazy, right? I mean, just every time you turn around, something's happening. And uh, so, I just began praying into that and saying, Lord, we cannot let what we're seeing affect our spirit, man. We've got to say no, and walk according to what the Scripture says and walk according to faith. So that's what uh, it was, it's built on, fear versus faith in these end times. People are actually choosing one or the other. They're choosing to be fear-based or they're choosing to be faith-based. And I'm, I'm encouraging our hearts, let's, let's don't buy into any of the fear that's out there because there's enough of it. You don't have to go t- too far to find it. And so that was the impetus for this word. So I'm going to go through many scriptures. Uh, she'll be able to put some of them on the board. We'll start with Hebrews 11, 1, 2, and 3. Yes, she has it. Good. And then we're going to build off of that. So let's read this first. <clears throat> it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It, it's, it's not going to be right out there easy. You've got to... Look for it. You've got to look for faith in the midst of everything going on in the culture. If you let the culture dictate your emotions, that's not a good path. So you've got to take those thoughts captive, we'll read in a moment, and choose to walk in the faith of heaven. For it is by for by it, this same faith, the elders obtained a good testimony. There's a promise right there. If we choose faith, the Scripture promises it will produce a good testimony. Can I have an amen from anybody? Anybody else found that to be true other than me, right? Good. good. I'm, we're in good company. Because by faith, verse 3, we understand that the, world, the worlds were framed by the Word of God. Jesus, or God himself, spoke the world into existence. By the very word, it, it and said, said, and it was. That's what the Scripture teaches. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. They came from the unseen world, if you will, from God, the God of heaven. So as we understand that, as we press into that, we're going to find that faith can be trusted. Our faith can be trusted. If you get nothing else out of today's sharing, live with that. Our faith can be trusted in every uh, part of our life. But here's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants to distract us from any kind of a belief system like that. He wants to put fear. He wants to build... Has this ever happened to you? Build a scenario, right? Right? Oh, doom and gloom, things are going to get worse, things are going to get bad. Ever had that happen? Oh my goodness, many times in my life. But I've learned this principle I'm teaching you today to take those fearful thoughts captive. It's what Pastor Lee preached last week it was so powerful, how there as a family learning when they were told she, Hannah's not going to make it, they had to say, no, we believe the report of the Lord. We have to be the same way. We've got to hear those negative thoughts and say, no, we don't believe that. We believe what the Word of God says, and we're not going to buy in to the fear that's out there. So we have to become faith-filled people that strongly stand on the Word of God. Not say, oh, I hope it works. Think that'll work? Oh, I hope it'll work out. Pastor said it would. I hope he's right. Would that work? If you said, oh, that's, that's what he prays, but I wonder if he's right. That won't get you very far, will it? You've got to say, that's the word of the Lord. You've got to say, when it looks the worst, you've got to believe for the best. Good, i got one amen. Anybody else? Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. We've got to, there's nothing else you can stand on in this hour. Let me just say that. The, the news feed is not going to be very encouraging. In fact, there was a time in my life I stopped watching the news altogether. Anybody ever been there? I, I learned, hey, oh, enough bad news today. I think I'll just turn it off. So I did. You know, just recently i have getting more into it because I've got some sources, a little more faith-based that kind of put a better frame around it. But I remember I would just say, forget the news, 6 to nine, 7, no more news with me, but that kind of thing. So we have to be faith-based in everything we do. And to do it, we need to do what 2 Corinthians 10, uh, 3 through 6 says. you will put that up here, I'm sure, in a moment. Aha, there it is. For though we walk in the flesh, hey, we're in the flesh, we're in this world, we're not of it. We do not war according to what the flesh wants us to. The woke generation wants you to war a certain way negatively. But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but here's what they are. They're mighty in God to do something. To do what? Pull down those strongholds. We can go to the bank with that. Those things uh, that God provides are mighty in him. To pull down any stronghold the enemy would try to hold over you. Does this church believe in pulling down strongholds? Just a little bit, right? Just a little bit? No, but a whole lot, right? We are of those that understand God wants to pull them down and release more of his glory. And we do that by verse 5 casting down arguments and every high thing that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of who God is. That's what has to happen for victory to happen. The moment the negative thought comes in, don't have a party with it, right? You know what I'm talking about? Don't put the meal out and just, hey, let's talk about this a little longer. No, that's what the enemy wants you to do, Oh, maybe it could be true. No, don't even go there. So cast down that argument, that high thing that that comes against the knowledge of who God really is. And this is the key verse part. Bring every thought, just a few or all of them, every one of those into captivity to the obedience of who Jesus is. If we can learn... It's been about two, last two to three years is when God's been teaching this to me. Stop the negativity, take it captive to the obedience of Christ, and meditate. Speak in tongues if you need to, to get your heart right, right on the right kilter. If you can develop that discipline, if, we, if the church can develop that discipline, we're going to see some mighty powerful things happen. This place is going to be full someday. I'm just, I prophesied that earlier today, and I'm going to prophesy it again. This place is going to be so full, there's going to be a lot of exciting things going on. But we have to do this to see it happen. We have to take thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. And then, if we'll do that, if we'll do verse 5, verse 6 will happen, we'll be ready to punish all disobedience, when our obedience is fulfilled. So that's the discipline the Holy Spirit's calling to for us in this hour. That being true, you might ask, what kind of thoughts do I do think? If I cast it down, what am I supposed to think? Let me give you some examples of things you can think biblically. Biblically. She's going to put up one of my favorite ones that you know well, Jeremiah 29 11. Ah, she's so fast. Good, Good job. We are to think thoughts of peace and not of evil. That's what this scripture that we quote so often tells us. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, us as, as born again, spirit filled believers, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give us a hope and give us a future. He has wonderful, this has been my life message, my whole ministry. He has wonderful things for every born-again, spirit-filled believer. Wonderful things. He's not hiding it. He's not putting it under bushes so you can't find it. He's not making it hard to find. It is there to partake of if we will make our thoughts point that way so we have to receive those thoughts of peace and not evil we have to declare the hope of heaven is our ours and we have to declare the future and destiny that every one of us is supposed to walk in this was never supposed to be a one-man show back in church life People came to hear the preacher and pat him on the back and say, good sermon, but they didn't think they could ever do it. But thankfully, we've grown up to where God has taught us. Every member of the body of Christ has a ordained place to fit into, to jointly fit in. Ephesians 4 tells us we're to be jointly fit in with every ministry gifting. And we believe all nine of them are going to, be flowing at this place at some point. If we will do what Jeremiah twenty nine, eleven says, we're going to jointly fit ourselves into the fabric of what God wants to do. So he wants us to think thoughts of peace and not evil. Here's another thing, Psalm 103 1 through 5, she'll put up for you. He wants us to think about all the benefits Scripture gives us. All of them. I've never been someone who preached anything but all the full gospel. Good. Two of you like that. Anybody else? He wants full gospel ministry to happen. Look at what Psalm 103 tells us. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. We are to bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all these benefits. And here's a list of them. Verse 3, he forgives all our iniquities. Every mistake we've made, his forgiveness is right there if we ask for it. Don't go, oh, woe is me, I messed up. Just say, Yes, I messed up. Blood of Jesus, would you forgive me and put me back on the right path? So be a be a quick forgiver is what we're called to do. And I've had to do that a lot in my life. How about you? Anybody else? <laughs> okay. Second thing, he heals how many of our diseases? It's in there. I'm sorry. It's in there. My Baptist friends didn't always believe that, but it's in there. All the diseases are to be healed in God's time. I mean, why is someone healed? And so I don't know. I can't tell you why. Does that stop me from believing it? No, it does not. My, my wife, first wife went to heaven after a long battle. But have, do I still believe this scripture? I still do. I don't have all the answers. But I know when God's word says something, I can claim it. So I'm claiming it. He heals all our diseases. Third thing, he redeems our life from destruction. We like that around here, don't we? Redeeming our life From destruction. And fourthly, he satisfies our mouth with what? Good things. The best things. The best he has for you, he satisfies you with it. He wants you to have his best. And if you'll live that out, I'm going to tell you several things that won't be on the screen here's what's going to happen to you. If you will have an excellent spirit and do what I just had begun preaching on at home, at the workplace, in our church, and in every part of your life, his best will be yours. Do I need to say that again? Every area of our life he wants to give the best to raise your hand if you believe that's true do we all believe (laughs) good facebook people too yes do they agree yes so we should determine to think god's thoughts in every area of our life no matter what is going on around you spiritually physically financially believe his best is yours and his best is yet to come we should we should expect success from god in all areas as well because of his goodness let me give you a scripture to help you on that she'll put it up there second timothy one verse seven yay for god has not given us a spirit of what He he hadn't given it. That's not his plan. But he's given you a spirit of power and of love and a sound mind. He wants us to have those three qualities. He wants the power of heaven to transform us and our family. He wants the love of God to grow deeper and deeper in us and through us. And in the third benefit that he wants that to produce a sound heart and a sound mind. He wants that to be the characteristic of the child of God, that we have so much of who he is that people will see it and come up to you and say, I want what you've got. That's what is his plan. And I've heard testimonies given to me this week of some obedient hearts out there that went out and did that. You just went out, and let the the power and the love of God uh, be expressed through you and bless people, a waitress. uh, I'm pointing at you guys over here. The waitress, the hospital y'all went to, I saw that. We're supposed to do that kind of stuff. We're supposed to take the gospel outside the four walls. We're supposed to implore them to come in. So let's keep doing that kind of a power evangelism. If we will do that, if we'll abandon our heart to this type of mi- mindset, victory will come our way. I submit to you again. Let's look at another favorite verse of mine that my fiance reminded me of. Ephesians 3, verse 20. Here's what it says to us. This is a promise we can claim as well. Now to him who can do is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we could ask or think. Bigger than you can even imagine in your business. I told you it was in my sermon notes. In your business, he wants to see you exceeding abundantly blessed above what you could ask or imagine. To the glory of being in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations. That's what... He wants to be happening. You business people, I'm going to keep prophesying it. He's going to continue to bless your business to finance end time uh, proclamation of the gospel. So uh, continue to expect increase to come to you and your business and where you're serving Him, and great things will happen. Some final thoughts. She'll put up James chapter 1, verse 5 through 7 looking at the kind of mindset that will help us to accomplish this. Look at what verse 5 says. If any of you lacks wisdom, here's what you're supposed to do. Ask for it. Just ask for wisdom. But you're to do, verse 6, let him ask in faith with no doubting. That's what hurts us. The doubting is what hurts us. We've got to ask in faith and Believe strongly and not be one that, uh, that doubts. That's like a wave of a sea that's driven and tossed by the wind. That's what the enemy tries to do. He tosses us. But let us not be that way. But verse 7, For let not that man who wavers suppose he'll receive anything from the Lord, because he is double-minded and unstable in all his ways. We need to not be unstable but be firm. Like if you've ever been in a, in a storm, you can either be knocked down by, by it or, or press into it and stand. God, is, that's a picture of what we have to do in this hour. We have to stand in the midst of the storm and say we're going to stand for God's best and watch him do it. So let us not be those that waver. Let us be those that are strong. Here's some other thoughts to meditate on uh, to let us know what to think about. Philippians 4, verse 8. You know it well. Here's what we're supposed to think about. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, we're to meditate on. Whatever things are noble, we're to to meditate on. uh, Whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, we're to meditate on these things. If we will make those the, the standard, you might want to memorize that one. If you haven't memorized it in a while and say, God, I want to be one who thinks about the, the true things, the noble things, the just things. The pure and the lovely. I want to be one who thinks that way. If we will make that our uh, standard, our habit, it's going to produce wonderful fruit in us and in our families. Finding my final verse uh, for tonight, Romans 8:28. You know it well, and we know that all things work together for what good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. That's everyone in here and those watching, I know, would agree. We're all called to great things in his, in his kingdom if we will put these verses to light and to reality amongst us. So that is what God wants to do. That's the new mindset I believe he's calling to us to in, the, in these last days. Let us be excellent in all we do, and as my fiance says all the time, all will be well for you and for your family. I've got a word for, I've got a word for a little, little uh, harmony back there. Let me give her that. I don't know if you want to turn the feed off or not. I'm, I'm moving into ministry time. It, it's up to you. And then I'll open up the altar for any special prayer up here and have a closing prayer, so let me prophesy to this little Harmony when she gets in here. <laughs> Is that a good word? As Pastor Bruce said, did you get anything out of that? Okay, good. Hallelujah. All right, Harmony. I prophesied her, her before, but bring her up here, and let's... Yeah, let's, let's just speak the word of the Lord over her. Y'all extend your hands toward Harmony. I always ask the Lord: Is anybody get, he want to give me a word for? Her? And you were the one. Basically, he told, showed me she's got a healing anointing on her, and you're to nurture that. Like if someone's sick in the house, mm-hmm. get her to pray, because I feel like there's an anointing to pray for healing. Do you, Do you think you could do that? Just say Jesus healed them. You think you could do that? Yeah, I think you could too. So. I just saw that strongly on you. So there's healing anointing on harmony. So extend your hands toward harmony, and we're going to pray that over. Father, continue to nurture this uh, in this household. Continue to use harmony to to, to release healing anointing in every way. And we look forward to seeing the fruit of it in Jesus' name. Amen. You like that? (laughs) Okay. Good. All right, hallelujah. Let me do a closing prayer. And if you have any special prayer needs, just uh, come to the altar, and I'd love to pray with you. So, Father, we thank you for your word. Help us to follow your word and see signs following in our midst, because we know you prophesied that over this house. We'll see signs and wonders regularly. So let it continue to happen because of Calvary's cross. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Again, if you need prayer, I'll be up here. Have a good week, and we'll see you Friday as power night and Saturday regular service. God bless.